July 22nd, 1941. Dear Willie. In 2019, I uncovered a little blue suitcase in my grandparents' basement in their Toronto home. Inside was an unexpected treasure, Bill and Doreen's love letters from the Second World War. And now I am sharing that story with all of you. You're listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast, hosted by me, Jason McDowell. how you are because you seem to be doing fine by your previous letters or should I say one letter I am so glad that you like Trenton but I've heard from several people that it's not a very lively place so my grandfather Bill was an extremely funny man loved to laugh, loved nature, loved being outdoors. His most favorite place would certainly be his cottage in northern Peterborough in the Kawarthas. And my grandmother, who is 99 and a half and still with us, for her, I think it's just her joie de vie, her zest for life. Whether it's when a good song came on the radio and she would do a quasi shoulder shimmy shimmy dance or whether it was the way in which she loved her family and her grandchildren and subsequently her great grandchildren i think those are some of the fondest things that that i can think of you never said what time you get off at or if you get off every evening you know me i'm a very curious person I was going to take your mother to the Withrow Park picnic on Wednesday, but I have been working every night, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to take her or not. I came home on the streetcar with your dad tonight, and I was telling him that you might be home this weekend, and he was very glad to hear that. Bill, you never said if you got the strap on your watch fixed. I was talking to the man I know at Eaton's, the one I bought it from, and he was asking if it was okay, but I said I hadn't heard. I told him about the strap and he said if you couldn't get it fixed or if anything went wrong with it at any time just to give it back to him and he would fix it for me. So if you haven't gotten it fixed yet, I will get it off you on Saturday or when you come up on Sunday. You know, when I read and transcribe these letters, I'm reading letters of two people, first and foremost, who are in love. It's very evident. But the second piece is really that they are separated and they can't get back to one another. My grandfather is stationed in many different places um, in Canada initially and then eventually overseas. Um, And my grandmother is in Toronto and they're separated. And so the way in which they correspond with each other is through these letters where they describe even the mundane things of buying milk. Well, Bill, I haven't been doing anything exciting yet. Jim, you know the fellow from Montreal, he phoned me on Saturday and wanted me to go out with him, but I went to a mixed shower with Bert Campbell and it turned into a party and I had a very nice time. Jim then suggested to me that we go horseback riding on Sunday, but I had promised mom to go to Lake Wilcox with her and the Mackenzies and I had a swell time. 
Billy has bought me one of those radios that you can carry around with you. It cost him $60. And another good thing was he didn't have Herb with him. Bill and Doreen Lewis. They met in Toronto when my grandfather was the local paper boy and was delivering papers in the neighborhood where my grandmother lived as a young girl, early teenager. And he finally, after years of delivering the paper, built up enough courage to ask her out for her first date when she was 16 and he was 17. And they were the only two people that they ever dated. They were meant for each other, so much so that they were together and married for 77 years. So I was saying about Jim, I thought I wouldn't hear from him again, but he phoned me on Tuesday night, but I was working, so I don't know what he wanted. I was talking to your mother the other night, and she has been talking to Jack Dows, and he still doesn't like the station very much. I think he must be nuts, though, because why in the dickens did he join the army if he thought he was going to like it? Hazel told me to tell you that she was asking for you again. Rex has got his uniform now, and Hazel says he looks grand in it, but I just told her she should have seen you in your uniform. Boy, I was going on and on about you and how you looked in your uniform. I expect a quarter from you for that statement when you come home. I was peeking into a time capsule. A time capsule in regards to seeing my grandparents, who I only ever knew as adults, how they met as basically children. They began when my grandmother was 19 and my grandfather was 20. And just to hear the way in which they would speak, to think that they are teenagers who have fallen in love during a world war, I get to glimpse into how their love story started. I'm not sure many people get that same opportunity to actually meet their grandparents when they're that age. And not only my grandparents, but also all of these subsequent characters who I've heard about in stories or relatives that I knew, but they were long past before I came on the scene. I also get to meet them. And what an incredible gift. The actual letters where they describe who these people are. You were saying that when you were in Trenton, you all had medical examinations. <laughs> what have you boys been doing anyhow? Doesn't the Air Force trust you boys to be all right? If you only knew what I know, Bill. I will let you know in a few years. By that time, you should know all about life. Ha ha. I will let you know I am much more advanced than you think. I will let you practice on those Trenton gals, and then you will be right in the groove when you meet me. But all fooling aside, I hope you get down this weekend, but I won't count on it. I'll just keep my fingers crossed.
when my grandfather unfortunately passed away in 2019, it was decided that we would move my grandmother into a residence. And when we started to clean out their house, we uncovered a little blue suitcase in the basement. In that little blue suitcase contained over 400 love letters that my grandmother and my grandfather exchanged during the Second World War. So initially my mother held the suitcase in her basement for about a year. My mom said, oh, we can just throw it out. And I said, no, don't throw it out. When the pandemic hit, it really gave me an opportunity to reflect to say, this is some really great information and stories that I could share with my extended family because we were all separated and we couldn't be together. So I thought it was really going to start off as a pet project. When I started to transcribe the letters and people started to share and the blog started to reach outside of the Toronto area to across Canada, into the US, into the UK, Australia, Hong Kong, Ecuador. I mean, the countries and the list of countries goes on and on and on. It certainly became very clear to me that this story really was resonating with people because they too were separated from the ones that they loved during the pandemic. Have you seen anyone you know up there yet? What time do you go to bed? Oh, and this fellow you're bringing home with you, how old is he? Is he tall or short? See, I told you, I am a very curious fellow, or pardon me, person. Mark had a letter from Ted yesterday, but he never said if he liked where he was stationed or not. Mother, dad, and Mark are all asking about you. Bill, is there anything you would like me to send up to you, besides myself? But I guess you can get whatever you need up there except for me. Boy, I am getting conceited. But of course, you know I am only fooling. But most importantly for me, it's really the love story between Bill and Doreen, which is a true Canadian love story. What really intrigued me and made me think that a podcast would be really a great opportunity to share this story was also the fact that I can bring the letters to life, really draw the words off the page. So what I'm hoping people get out of this podcast is really to come on the journey with me of meeting Bill and Doreen as teenagers and what transpires for them in their lives. There are revelations, there's ups and downs, there's surprises, there's sadness, there's life, there's death, all in a really short period of time when you think that these are really young adults. And so I would love for people to come on the journey with me as we explore and discover how Bill and Doreen grow and develop and where their love's going to go. Well, Bill, I guess that's all the news I can give you for now, or if you call what I'm writing news. I think I will write Gord while I am in the mood. Please excuse my terrible writing, but I'll blame it on the pen, and also there is a plane overhead and I just can't hear myself think. Hoping to hear from you again this week. Remember, you promised me two letters a week, or else I will start to gang up on you. Lots of love, Doreen, XXX. Hoping these kisses will do you until you get home. P.S. 
I will keep my fingers crossed for you coming home on Saturday. PPS. But don't do much practicing on those Trenton girls. So I hope that you'll join me on the journey and tune into our next episode as we uncover and discover the journey of Bill and Doreen and their love story. And I'll be here as your tour guide. Thanks for listening to the Little Blue Suitcase podcast. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you get notified when the next episode is out. For more information, check us out at littlebluesuitcase.ca. I'm Jason McDowell, and it's been swell having you listen. September 11th, 1941. Doreen, dear, I received your very nice letter at noon today, and since I'm on duty watch, I have lots of time to write you. Well, they transferred me from the hospital. Podstarter.